live from the Salt Soap Studios, it's Big Apple Baseball. I'm Luke Lowry, and I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. My parents were into some weird fetishes. <laughs> Good thing he didn't go somewhere else, then. To my right, he knows baseball. He knows computers. He thinks they shouldn't be called blow-up dolls. They should be called rubber hose. <laughs> ah, he's Chris Calderon. Uh, I get it. I'm also on your left today. No, wait, I am on your right. Never mind. Was that a necessary critique? Yes. And straight in front of me, he's back for a second week. He's molding the youth of America. He's got a finger full of poop, but unlike Chris, it's from his newborn, not from decompacting his grandmother's bowels. Oh, yes. He's Johan Lang. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah. that, the, the recruitment <laughs> tour was great. I was to- took all around Ostning in the backseat of a Ford Taurus. Um, Jeff... FaceTime periscope me into the beach, so that was nice to watch the, to see to be at the beach with my phone. And uh, you know, Luke gave me expired Knicks tickets, so I had to come back for one more. Nice. And finally, back in the studio, you know him, you tolerate him, you and your mom talk shit about him. He's <laughs> Jeff Morehouse. I'll get I'll get my revenge. Don't worry. All right, welcome. We got our, our first uh, four-man podcast here. Strange. Welcome, everyone. There'll be uh, an extra amount of talking over each other as Jeff tries to do it as I speak. We did one with Steve-O, I think. Not all together. But well, we had him on. Did we have a full 45-minute or with him? We did one from his house, me and him. Oh, well, so was that a four-man? Or was that a two-man, you and Steve-O? Well, but I'm saying you two were here. And we, we're off we, to a great <laughs> start. <laughs> Semantic. We're off and running. All right. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Come back next week. Good night, everyone. (laughs) Where else Jeff is broadcasted from as he stares so so intently at the waveform. All right. So, uh, yeah, so Jeff's checking out the uh, 5-0 Astros-Yankees game as we speak. Ivan Nova did not have his A game going tonight. I thought we we weren't doing play-by-play. So I think it's illegal to technically do play-by-play. I'm not saying it's because when we post it, then this was meaningless. Hey, guys, let's talk Mets. It's a Mets town. Let's talk no, Mets. Ah, uh, we're taking back the town. The Yankees, Johan knows the Yankees it. still have a better record. Do they? Yeah. Not if the Mets win and the Yankees lose tonight. Is that true, or are you just making that up? Uh, we'll, we'll find out in a second. But Johan I know the Mets are probably true. five and a half games up on uh, on the Nationals, while the Yankees, if tonight's game holds as it will, will be uh, what a half game back or to a game back, depending on what the Blue Jays do tonight. Yep. As far as uh, as far as the standings. The Mets Luke reads his are <laughs> go for it. Sixty-eight Damn. and fifty-six, with the Yankees being sixty-nine and fifty-five. So yes, shocking. The one person that actually knew some stuff amongst the four of us is Johan, as he continues to uh, well, make no, us look I bad. Said, and how about you don't turn your said, head and said, talk to me and talk into the mic? I said they had the better record, and they did. Okay, they do. Yeah, you got you got to talk into the mic. So I don't know about you guys, but the Mets are taking back the town. I, Johan I knows it. I know that. it. It's happening. I like it. I'm a Yankee fan. I like, I like it. it, but I mean, what do you mean you like it? Whenever you and me talk fucking Mets, you're always so I, negative. Well, yeah, that's my job. I mean, that's what they pay me for. But you know, the Mets still have a good fucking collapse in them. They're the Mets. Oh, yeah. it could no, you know why they don't? Because of the starting the pitching. Swoon. The starting pitching. If we could ever get this thing up a few more games above you know, where we are, we're, we're not going to. Hasn't been great lately. What do you got lit up so on, on the road in Philly? Hold on. He had his worst start of his career last night in Philly. Before that start. You know who's had the best ERA in the majors since mid-May? DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. Better than Do we Grampy. have any more random uh, time he, stretches we can go by? Like You can't pitch on the road, though. So I'm what saying what for pitcher the, pitched the most farts in between like December 13th I don't know how you and January pitch a, 45th? I don't know how you pitch a fart. Well, why don't you go do some research, get on your fucking play index. I know how you pitch a tent. I don't know how you pitch a fart. <laughs> Look, you, saying, you don't have to defend yourself, Luke. It, you, you don't have to defend yourself. The Mets are hot. And they're fun, and there's nothing not to like about this team. This isn't your old, hateable Mets. What's not to like? Mm. All the all the pitchers are aces, and they're young, and Harvey's been nude in New York on, on the cover of ESPN. Oh, I still have that in my you know, car. They got well, ri- I'm sure you have it in other places, too, where you just They got rid of the car. junk, mm-hmm. the hateable guys, the, and their lineup Sandy's is likable, too. Like, you know, Wilmer Flores uh, is hitting home runs hate, and crying. I, I hate Wilmer Flores. What's yeah, not to like? Literally. There's no reason to not like Wilmer Flores. Yeah, he sold I mean, pictures of himself like crying and they sold out. It, it, it doesn't even make any sense. Who's buying a picture of Wilmer Flores crying? That's what I first want to know. It was an epic it, moment. It's a moment that's going to go down oh in the annals of New York baseball history. When he, well, when he, get, when he gets the third Mets strike looking in game six. And, like, David Wright's been, like, poking fun recently, but in good nature, saying, you know, that he wishes he could, like, have the respect and the love that Wilmer Flores is getting from the Mets so, fans. All he needs to do is cry a little. 
Jeff, why are you so angry that the, Met, the Mets are bad? Seriously, it's great. It's it's like when the Jets and Giants are good at the same time. All right, <laughs> only this time. Like, why do you why do you Maybe that never why happened. do you have to be such a hater? Like, why can't the Mets have a nice run? We've won what five championships in our lifetime. Yep. Luke has won one, which arguably you could say he's won none because he was four years yeah. old. Like, why can't we'll they be fun? Old. Like, why can't, can't you like them? I do. I don't dislike the Mets. I dislike Flores. Oh, fine, but you got to admit, Jeff. Like you do seem to like think that if the Mets are good, it somehow takes away from the Yankees. I like Degrom. I like Syndergaard. No, no, no. Answer that question. I thought, he's right. I thought that dude Veretta pitched for you. Is that what you said? Oh, uh, Verrett. Yeah. Yo, it was amazing. What a great call by by Terry Collins. He got so much shit. He sat Matt Harvey. He skipped him in the rotation. He brought up a nobody, nobody had ever heard of, even like Met fans. And what did he do? He had the best start by a Mets pitcher in Coors Field history. Went eight innings, seven strikeouts, one run. Uh, killed it. Four uh, hits or something. No like runs, that. I think. No runs, four hits. No walks. So yeah, I think that was a that was a good move by Terry Collins. And everything's just coming up roses they with got the, the Mets. Chemistry. We just set our uh, franchise records for most extra base hits and most home runs in a single game yesterday in Philadelphia. Eight, we were yeah. down seven two. Degrom goes. When was the last time the Mets fucked? The whole thing for the whole year was if the Mets are outscored two zero early on. It's over. You might as well mail in the game. Like that was that was the operating motorendi, whatever that phrase is. Modus operandi. Thank you for like the Mets fans, Mets haters alike. And now what do we do? We're down seven two and we come back and win fucking fourteen. I mean, it helps you go out and you get a guy like you on a Cespedes. And, and you could tell in that game, like the that Luke's right. Those old Mets are like gone. Once Flores, Jeff's favorite player, hit hit that home run last night. And, we don't like to talk about game by game because it's a marathon. Like the Mets, are like all right, we're winning this game. And next thing you know, it's thirteen to four or whatever. And it's all because Mr. Met is back. And <laughs> and has there been has he had a better swing in him than that than that, 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 that oh home run yeah, oh my God. since two thousand eight? Oh my God. longest longest of his career. Mate. I fucking creamed my jeans. I couldn't believe it. That was so <laughs> fucking cool. You couldn't write a better script if you gave that script to Hollywood. They'd say go fuck yourself. That well, was no, unbelievable. They would ruin it with like a love story or something. All right, Luke. Yeah. What was a better Mets moment for you this year? All right, obviously the right one, which right. was just that's how you teach someone to have a perfect swing. Right. Or when Noah Syndergaard killed Yunel Escobar. And and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go get your phone now because he strikes him out and Yunel Escobar loses bat, grabs his chest and lands in front of the in front of the plate. <laughs> and that's the end of the vine. And since you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll go with right, but so don't take my general look of bewilderment. That's my default look. I do know what you're talking about. And how could you go with anything but David Wright? It was I, a magic moment. The concern, though, is still he does have the spinal termites. And, Those but, don't go away. And that's why I think Terry's going to play it cautiously. I love the tip of the hat and the respect given by batting him clean up in the lineup last night. But I don't think you're going to see him out there for the next seven days or anything close to that. So I think that they're going to safeguard against it. And I think they have the roster to safeguard well, yeah, against it. Yeah, they can it. start Uribe there. Yes. Yeah. And it's guys like Uribe, Kelly Johnson, Cespedes, David Wright that are the reasons why we were able to come back in the game last night. You don't have guys like Danny Munoz on the team anymore who get get uh, down on themselves and think that they can't come back. No, we're down 7-2? Okay, we'll just come back and hit eight home runs. It's a very refreshing look and, uh, and mentality from the Mets. And they love playing. And it's not one player. That's the great thing. It's not just Cespedes. It's like fucking, you know, a half dozen I, people. I think he brought the juice with him. And yeah. And they I'm love playing for Francona. Like, I don't know if maybe they're... Sorry, Collins. Collins. Maybe it's just like they just don't understand what he says. So <laughs> well, they say, very, oh, like, he must know what's going on. He does speak English, so... Barely. Hardly. It's very hard <laughs> to understand uh, So they says. just say, you know, whatever he's saying, it must be right. And they're just like... I think they're just happy. They're happy to be, yeah. be there. And it's showing in their play. And nobody it wants is. to let the other guy down. It is. Winning is contagious, and the Mets are winning. Well, so barring an epic collapse, which the Mets are known for, is if when they make the playoffs, the Collins job safe no matter what, even if they go out in the first round? Yes, as long in, as they make the playoffs. three games? As long as they make the playoffs. they win a playoff game or no? No. As long as they make the playoffs. I think I think basically as long as we make the playoffs, everything is gravy. It's a, uh, it's a free year. We weren't quite expected to do this this year. And I really think the starting pitching is gonna what is, is, is what's going to safeguard us against another 07-08 collapse. So while you're sucking Terry's dick, does, does he win uh. the uh, manager of the year? <laughs> yes, he does. Uh. No, I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I've never been the biggest Terry fan. I don't think. I, I also think when discussing whether Terry Collins wins or doesn't win the Manager of the Year, 
You have to take into account that he sort of seems like a puppet for Sandy, and that I'm sort pretty of? sure Sandy has a uh, hand in daily lineups, even. No, and things Sandy that literally of... has his hand up Terry's ass, telling him what to do. So, so I mean, uh, I don't. They are. They are the classic. It'll, it'll depend how couple. they finish. If they finish super strong, I could see it. You know, if they if they struggle to the finish line, but they happen to win the division because of the Nationals suck too, I don't see it. So I, it's not decided as of yet. I think if the Cubs make it, it's Madden. Yeah, Madden definitely. I mean, he I always think, has yeah, claim no. on that. No, and I think nobody, nobody. So I think Cubs and Astros are biggest are the biggest surprises. So I think the Cubs in the NL, Astros in the AL definitely have a a leg up in the manager of the year. It always seems to be the manager of the year always seems to be the one that's the biggest surprise yeah. to the voters. Unless he's a Yankee manager. Uh, Luke, don't say yourself short on the Mets. Like three years ago, these are all ninety loss teams, that's and crazy. all of these teams were like, well, we're a year away. And especially the Mets, because, well, the Astros, because they the really Astros were honest. About the Astros they were. were honest, but then their peak happened like Early. when the season started. Okay, fine. Yeah. But don't but don't you agree that the Astros and Cubs were like probably two years away, and the Mets were only a year away? Like like I feel like the Cubs, Mets were a little closer than that. I don't, I don't think, think that the they Mets... were ready to say Syndergaard was going to have the impact that or Mets did. or no. Mets as brief as it was. Yeah. Like the other thing too is with the Cubs, if they win it all, like. Does Madden yeah. just get a statue like put oh, in, yeah. put in every single block in Absolutely. Chicago? Yeah. They he literally the, turn him into like, they call it Madden Madden Park. Like it would just be such a crazy story if they could break that curse year one. Well, so I think it'd be Theo. I don't think it'd be Madden. Uh, so I think it would be, be both. Too. I think Everyone. Both. Theo would be known the as the ball boy is going to get a street named after him. Theo would be known as the curse breaking kid, but you know Madden was that cherry on top that he needed to bring in. I, I in a way I hope it never happens. Mm. I like that baseball has that thing that you know the Cubs have been here forever and a fucking goat cursed them. Could have been the Red Sox. Who's the next? You know, who's I miss the next that curse. Team? Uh, you, I think you have to go to teams that don't yeah, exist. Yeah, the Indians. I believe it. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean the Rockies, but they no, no but the Rockies only go back to right. what ninety two, so they sure won't have it based on that. I didn't want to like ask too much of the substitute beer wench tonight. I got myself a beer, but uh. Yes, shout out to the uh, to, to uh, the beer wenches and all beer wenches across this great nation of ours. Well, this podcast would be nowhere without beer wenches. And I think that the reason why, just to finish off with the Mets, because you know it's going to be Yankees, it's going to be all Yankees after this, and there's three Yankees we fans. Oh, wait, we ain't finishing with the Mets. Uh, yet. So I think what's so fun about the Mets, I think why Luke is extra jazzed up, is because at this point you can like sense a playoff berth. Oh, you yeah. know, like, this just doesn't seem like that run-of-the-mill Mets. The Nats are helping, but the Mets are just, they're playing their way into playoffs deservedly. So, when they get there, like, the Mets immediately become the most fearsome team in the NL. Because of that pitching. Because of the pitching, which yep. is so crazy and so fun. And it's why fans, deservedly so, are so jazzed up and jizzed up. To go there. So I, I was waiting for that. I really <laughs> thought that you said jizzed up in the first place. Well, it is Big Apple, so hey, Jeff, why, Jeff, why don't you take another Bud Light Lime? We have, have we have about fifty Bud Light Limes. Have there. they been Have they been drawing crowds at City? Uh, yeah, so I think they you have. know they've had the the times that I've gone this year, they've had the best crowds that I've seen, short of a few key games and the All Star game. But if you listen to like guys like Boomer and Carton, they're still not drawing enough because we're still drawing in the mid 30s. Meanwhile, mid 30s is like 80% capacity. Like everybody forgets we went from 52 capacity at Shea to like 42 in City. You know who's so leading like, the majors in attendance? I don't. The Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. yeah. 47. How crazy is that? Here's the thing: they don't get there until the third. And they leave yeah. in the seventh. Right. Whatever. Don Mattingly definitely fired if they don't make the playoffs. If they don't win the division, they probably won't make the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know if he's definitely fired. No, I, I think he know. is. I think he is. I don't think you can get handed a $300 million payroll and miss the playoffs. That's the crazy shit is how much but, fucking money they spend. So spending. it's more the GM. They're bringing like, multiple guys to play the same position and shit like that. And then they have so good Andrew, prospects. Andrew Friedman ain't going anywhere. Well, they have good prospects. Oh, like, this is year one. You know, by no positions. Yeah, Dodgers are interesting. Um, the Dodgers might also be under the burden of a $300 million yeah, payroll. Exactly. Like, at some point, that weighs on you where the pressure to win is just too much. Like These are human beings, too, and if your boss says, we wagered the company on you, you know, every everything matters just a little bit more. And granted, a lot of these guys are established vets, but they don't have the greatest history with this current team. You add on the fact that they're all paid like in spades, uh, it just makes the need to win... That much more. So magnified. I don't know why you gotta bring black people into it, but um, <laughs> you can't own those anymore. Um, so so Cespedes is going crazy. Hit another home run tonight. Um, Jeff wasn't here last week, so we'll give him a opportunity to talk on it. 
Jeff, any thoughts well, on so whether I thought or not? Five, I thought five for 100 was fair. Um, but no, okay, fine. So that's fair. Will the Mets offer it to him? Will he take it? So Will no, he... and he probably won't. Okay. I mean, they should. They 100% should offer you, it to him. Do you think him. there's nearly any offer that the Mets could give yeah. that's not silly? So that... seven seven for like 150 or something. Or okay, well, that's, that's borderline silly. You know. Is, I mean, I mean a few weeks hours. ago when we first had this conversation... Well, it was Ellsbury's getting silly. seven for that. Like, I probably money, seven Cespedes. 150 is not out of the question. Uh, the difference between Ellsbury and Cespedes is, is out of the question, though. You know, like, well, in terms of proven track record, what's sure. What's the age but, difference? So you have to factor that in. So Cespedes has more career home runs and has a better outfield arm. Than Ellsbury. Yes. But Ellsbury probably plays We're not debating this because Ellsbury already got that contract. Yeah. No, we're not. Um, but, I mean, we're, we're just... It sounds like, we said, what, 5 from 100 last week, and now it sounds like it's probably... It's going up a little. It's going up to maybe 120, but, like, the idea of uh, 150, he... Did he even make the All-Star team this year? I don't think he did. So, No, he didn't. No, he, he didn't. Did but, I mean, you know, that's not the end-all, be-all. I think you look at guys like Jason Worth and the contract they get, and why can't uh, Cespedes get a similar contract? Listen, they want him, they're going to have to pay up. But why pay up when you have Eric Young Jr. back in the fold? Mets sign Eric Young. That contract with with uh, Spedis is the fact the Mets have to sign him within five days of the World Series. Yeah, or they can't sign until May. They don't get him until May, which is insane. How does that? How does that make any sense? So so you know what's an interesting uh, an interesting uh, topic or whatever is. What will Cespedes do if the Mets offer in their five five day negotiating period a higher offer than anyone else comes? Does he have the balls slash patience to wait until May? And and so, sign with us for for like five for one ten or something. But the Mets on can't do that either because the Mets have to go into the rest, of, you know, into their planning, saying, "Hey, we didn't get our guy. We can't no, be but, the no, last, what if, the last but, guy at the bar." But what if on March first they have a uh, wink and nod agreement that you know we'll we'll, we'll do it? Because I mean, I also don't the think Mets would be the way would be making a, would be negotiating from a point of weakness then. But the way the Mets are built with their young so outfielders, do I don't think that they would go out if they miss out on Suspedes. I don't think they're going out and getting another high-priced outfielder for more than a year or two. You're right. So with that being said, if they're just going to say, okay, we'll go in with Kadir, Conforto, Granderson, Lagares as our top four outfielders, that you know That's they'll be able year. to tread water until that uh, Suspedes deal comes along. I don't think it's like if they lose out on Suspedes that they're going to go out and get. Gomez or whoever else is a free agent. No, I, well, I think should. you're right. It's Suspedes or nobody. No, but they won't because they have young guys. They have Nimmo and Conforto on their way. I mean, don't roll your eyes. Conforto's Conforto proved been it. Right. Nimmo, then, no. Well, he hasn't been right. He hasn't been here. Like he's he's a prospect. You don't know. Jeff knows. Know. All right, everybody. Jeff knows does, about does Brandon. Does come back next year? Like, I mean, obviously under contract, but can he like stay healthy? Can uh, he did play? you judge Bernie Williams in his first 20 games as a Yankee? No, but that was also a terrible team. The early 90 Yankees. So? Like, did he judge Bernie as, as a future Yankee? Well, a, lot, a lot of people did. 94? They said, you know, so why are you judging Conforto in his first 20 games? I like Conforto. So you know, <laughs> I mean, you, know what's, you know what's so different about the Mets this year is that that whole shit with Wilmer Flores crying, the Gomez deal falling through, that was such typical Mets. And usually in years past, that would have led to more losing, more strife, more confusion if internally and external. Year. And what happened now? What happened now is that Carlos Gomez is a fucking bum on the Astros. And the guy we ended up do, actually trading for, Suspedes, is actually absolutely killing it. And... We didn't have to give up Wheeler. We didn't have to give up Flores. The deal could not have been more divine in how it worked out. And that shit never works unless, out for the Mets. Unless Fulmer becomes some sort of god. Fine, but that's not now. It's a little too far and from now. Even I ain't going to get pissed in correct. a year and a half from now. Right. That's the thing. Like As it stands now, that was a freaking great deal. There was yeah. a great non-deal and a great deal. What was the great deal? <laughs> Suspedes for Fulmer oh, compared to Wheeler yeah. Flores. Like, we needed Flores. Uh, um, yeah. You know, like, it's very nice that we got to keep him. He's, won us, he's won us games. And, like, yeah, we hopefully we'll need Wheeler next year. We probably will. Because next, next year would no, be Syndergaard's time. I, I think you train. If we're checking I think, the schedule. I think, I think you trade Wheeler in the offseason. But fine, there we go. Now we got Suspedes this year, and we'll get another player next year. Like, it worked out. I'm saying that that's, that's exactly the scenario that usually doesn't work out for the Mets. And it worked out. To uh, a ten rating this year. What about Verrete? Is he gonna? I mean, in well, he's Mar- a little too and unproven. And so you know what? He, I, what I think he's gonna do is I think he's gonna he's probably gonna start when we skip to Grom upcoming here. It hasn't been announced, but I'm sure we'll do it. And uh, you know, I definitely think that he's just another piece. Like, I, I 
I, I hate to say it, but I sort of think that the Mets are getting into the Cardinals' territory as far as just developing pitchers hmm. and having these guys like come up and kill it. Well, but they were all drafted by Manaya, most of them. It's okay. So, I mean, Syndergaard was a trade. Yeah. Matt wasn't drafted by Manaya. Wheeler was a trade. Wheeler was a trade. Like all those, those three were all. Yes, Harvey was Manaya. Um, you know, a few were. Manaya's imprint on this team is still felt. And uh, right, still needs to be respected. He built this team. It's not no. So as I just right. said, if how you're many how I'm many not, players did Manaya bring in compared to Alderson? So if you just look at the starting rotation, Alderson brought in Matt Syndergaard, uh, Wheeler. Did he bring in Matt? Yes. He drafted Syndergaard Matt's. though, you almost backed into I'm almost because positive. I mean that. Wait, so it was four Darno, and yeah. and who's like a, who who looks great hitting from behind the plate? Fucking Travis Darno. So I mean that was a great trade all around. Yeah. Luke, All do we right. care about Eric Young Jr. before we move on? So yeah, Eric, Eric Young Jr. was signed as a uh, have no minor. Idea how much he cares? Minor about Eric deal. You know what? I do care. You know why? I could so see him being our Dave Roberts. I love him in the Dave Roberts role. I love him as a pinch runner. I think he could steal a huge base in a huge game, and I'm a fan. I want him on my bench. I'm okay with it. We can probably make room for him. I'm just gonna add that to. I want Eric Young Jr. Yes, in my mouth. In, thank you. <laughs> you just made it easy. Could you say if, if, if you're lucky? If, yeah, if, if you're lucky, it's in the mouth. His daddy was. Such if a I'm good. not lucky, where is it? So what? Ar- Ar- Armpit or back of the knee? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's luckier than mouth. <laughs> yes. Do, do I have obviously. taste buds in my back of my knee? <laughs> Yikes. Well, would you rather have taste buds in the back of your knee or in your armpit? All right, real quick. Since we're doing, would you rather? Oh, quick, God. would you rather for everybody? Would you rather drink a cup of your mom's period Wait, blood? We did this yesterday. Oh no, we didn't. Or a cup of your dad's semen? Which one? <laughs> would you rather? Come on, guys. Well, I think we did do this. I, my, no, no, we didn't. We did it yesterday, like off the air. Yeah, okay. So my vote is I take the I take the whatever the alternative is. It my there, death? there is no alternative. Is it the genocide of like a per- entire race, whatever it is. Have that's you, my vote. Have you ever played Would You Rather? There's no third side. There's always if someone has a gun to my head, I choose either A or B. Shoot me. Uh, I have. I hate that I have to answer this question, so I'm just gonna go with blood because yes. I've, te- yes, I've tasted to. blood yeah, yeah, yeah. before, and I can you deal have with to it. Go the non-gay and option, and you just chug yeah. it down and hope that you that you're not scarred for life. Well, I'm uh, sure back to baseball, be. perhaps. <laughs> oh, boo! Hiss. What would you choose? Blood too? Yeah, 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 wait, yeah. yeah. I, you got to choose blood, like very begrudgingly. Like I, I'm not looking forward to that, but you got to. And well, like good maybe... news, Luke. It's happening. Yep. <laughs> so Your mother yeah, is here. After the podcast, some guys are behind in. door number three. <laughs> All right, let's do a little Yankee talk since uh, we're here. I guess A Rod might be slumping a little bit. So he had two home runs in his past five games. He's picking One up. Of them a game right. winner. Jeff, uh, Chris, Jeff takes uh, takes issue with your idea of A Rod slumping. He, he has he been. He slowed down definitely. Yeah. Slow down, slumping, synonym. So I mean, Scherzer is definitely slumping. Uh, Ellsbury and Gardner are severely slumping. Okay. Um, Carlos Beltran's coming on. Yeah, Beltran's on. DD's where we need him to be. McCann's doing all right. Uh, Headley is. So McCann has a little injury issue, maybe. He's got a sore knee, but I mean. That's okay. what, But have you seen what he's doing to compensate his batting stance? Yeah. What's what's going on with his batting stance? He has stance? like all his weight on his front leg. He's got this weird like crooked thing going. On. It's strange, but he he's hit some home runs doing it. So. Fuck it if it works. It's almost like he's not taking the full step forward that like a normal major league yeah. would do, but almost he's planting his foot just so he gets enough stability in his legs to power the ball with his arms, which is kind of what you're taught not to do. But when you're hurt and you got to play every day, you know you got to make it work. And he's been doing it. Yeah. And, and in terms of slump, and in terms of slumping, uh, yeah, Ellsbury's been terrible. A Rod's showing his age, but. Yeah, the Yankees' offense in general you know, has, so uh, Gre- has been Greg Bird has looked good. Um, eventually, Judge will be here. Oh, did you guys hear what uh, Cashman said? That uh, Bird is ticketed for the minors next year? That he wants him to get everyday plate appearances? He's not going to put him into the outfield. He's not going to create a position for him. And as of right now, he's targeted for the minor yeah, league. That's the right move. Of course, he's going to say that now. Also, like, also, I think there's a good chance he comes in. Once he wins the World in. Series for us, that's it. Real quick, also, he also said Judge is not coming up in September. I thought that's, that was interesting. Wait, well, Judge, you have to make a 40-man move for. Let's go back to Jeff saying Bird win the World Series for us. In right. what scenario does Bird play walk, in the World walk Series? Walk-off after walk-off. Um, walk-off after walk-off. So, so Jeff, so walk in order off. to win the World Series, Greg Birdie said two walk-off home runs <laughs> in order to win, just because one's not enough. Um, Again, where is he playing? So, Teixeira hasn't shown he's back from his injury. I mean, so, but it, if Teixeira just slumps but's healthy, he's going to play. 
Probably. Don't you still uh, need a backup first baseman, though? Yeah, exactly. Right, but they, but they want him to get regular bats. That's, that's, oh, no, I, I that's agree. Happen next year. year, he should be no, in the ne- minor yeah, leagues. Yeah, right. Next year, he's going to be in the minors. This year, he'll be on the team. He's not going back down. He, he's here to stay. Yeah. Um, and therefore, he has, he will have chances to uh, to play the hero role. But I think, sounds like, if you listen to if you believe what Cashman says, no matter how big of a hero he is from here on out, he will still be going to the minors next year. Get the kids some at-bats. Tell you what. Yeah, in in a year or two, he's gonna be your starting first baseman. No, yeah, literally next year. Teixeira's done after next well, year. Well, McCann could do it too, but I think but McCann be, will slide into the DH role. Yeah, no, no. Bird will be here. It'll be the opening day first baseman, 2017. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But not 2016. Unless they make some sort of trade. Is that last year? It is. Yeah. I know we all can't wait. Does he retire or does he go to another team? He'll. I can see him going somewhere else for a year or two. Baltimore. I mean, he's from Baltimore. I disagree with the can't wait. What have you not liked about Teixeira? He's been a near-MVP candidate up until he got hurt last week. I mean... Listen, I'm not saying that you're, we're going to make him the cornerstone of the franchise, you're not but gonna if he up. ends up in the A-Rod role for two years as DH... Do you want to pay him to be that? Because you'll be paying him for his previous... You saying, uh, I don't saying, care what they pay because the, it's not coming out of my pocket. I'm just looking for production on the field. You're saying but you, you know that's going to be an excuse from Cashman. Of course. Of course. You're saying you don't want to make him your 502nd retired number? <laughs> Guys, how many retired numbers can you have? Everybody uh, and their I mean, mothers. When you, win, like, when you win four World Series, you get your number retired. I think that's a fair. I think five. that's a fair deal. So I'm just, okay, fine. Well, Next Nathan, question. Bernie, when when uh, will the Yankees? When will the Yankees teams. start using triple digit numbers? Because they're going to have to pretty soon. I guess the year three thousand. Okay. No, they'll be using fractions then. All the single numbers will be, uh, or all the whole numbers will be retired. I love how Jeff takes personal offense <laughs> to, to my little Yankee critiques. Well, no. I mean, something we could argue like Sparky Log and his number retired. Yeah, Beer Wedge. Rizzuto, Yay, you could argue him getting wedge. his number retired. I don't know. I mean. Well, wait. All right. While we're on the Yankees and no arguing problem. about this, do you guys all feel that they retired the appropriate number of well, numbers? So so should there be any correlation to Hall of Fame with retired numbers? So eh. I, so Posada, Bernie, and Pettit probably aren't making it in. Exactly. Well, that's my point. That's that's why I asked the question. Tino's the one that like, really got me. Yeah. Tino's the one that was like, this. now it's too much. The, the rest I could live with. He won they three were, World Series. He did. Fine, but, but you know who else won three World Series? Like Joe Bob Fuckadoo. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't, wasn't hitting walk Ramiro Mendoza okay. won three World Series. Yeah, how many, how many did Luis so, or was Luis Soho there well, for? You guys won. You can't just retire won? your 40-man roster. We didn't. Yeah, Tino's the one that rubbed me the wrong way. You so, can make sure. a case for all the other ones to be okay no, no, with it. Tino and Bernie are borderline. I think Posada was good enough as a catcher at his position. No, Tino had his best had had good years on those World Series teams. Yeah. He had his best years in Seattle. So why are we retiring his number? No, I, I don't think you great should. Postseason numbers of, of this whole run, I think the only numbers they should have retired are two and forty-two, and six. We'll give you six, even though I don't like retiring managers' so, numbers. I think there's something to be said for keeping Had it special. It. Like, no, you, you, you should keep it, keep it sacred. But you know what I do? I build a monument for the for the dynasty. The core four. For the 90s dynasty. The core and it's four not monument. just core four. It's, it's Posada, Rivera, O'Neal, um, Bernie Williams. That's going to be a big monument. You just, but you, you just, know what? That's, that's going to be a rock. That's going to be a big rock. That, how it, fucking it, big is, is, yeah, is Steinbrenner? Is it bigger or smaller than Steinbrenner? Yeah. Yeah. It's not allowed to be bigger. That's like a rule. They should build one for the 27 Yankees, too. No, let's just build rocks. Build rocks. Rocks on rocks. I want, I want the whole outfield covered in rocks. No, we'll just bring back the days of playing put them in the with Monument Park there. in uh, the outfield. That's, like, I mean, hearing about that is so crazy. Right? Like, like, a, a, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's even crazier than the field goal post on the Every field. Every time because I see old that, videos, it's at hilarious. Least that had, at least the field goal post on it had even, like, 1970s or... Uh, like protective padding. That was three rocks coming out of the ground <laughs> at 400 feet in center field, and you had to play yeah. around it. Yeah. Fine, but that was a while ago. What do you think about like the Astros' current fucking That's center weird. field? They're getting rid of the hill. They are getting rid of it, but yeah. it's still there and it's been there. It's 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 obnoxious. It's it doesn't obnoxious. Make any sense. But there is there's always once or twice a year that someone makes a ridiculous play running up a hill, and you're like, okay, like it was briefly worth it. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's still a lot of stadiums that don't have paddings on parts of their outfield walls. Like in uh, I think Wrigley, Cleveland, it's just that. If vines aren't good enough for you, too bad. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I don't know. I know good, you don't good know. Good point. So, uh, Severino, what, he got his first win, right? Yeah. Finally. He's pitched so well. So, I think he's definitely in the postseason rotation. Oh, I, th- yeah. I think he was in there before Sabathia went down. 
I mean, what is it right now? It's so it would be Tanaka, Pineda, Pineda, Severino, Evaldi. Yeah, or no, it'd be I, I put Tanaka over Severino. Tanaka, Pineda, Evaldi, Severino. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. Me too. All right, so real quick, I, I, I like that against almost any team in the AL. To be honest, their pitching stuff. Uh. Yeah, who uh, the hell is Okay, so hold on. Real the, quick. The, word, the weakest link is Tanaka. I mean, I don't think that their they're number one probably doesn't compare. No. Well, but your 2-3-4 does. Probably beats anybody's. Well, well, I, was, I wasn't really listening to you guys, but Blue Jays. Who, I'm sitting here with three Yankee fans. Who's the game one starter for you guys? Tanaka. Tanaka, 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 all three? Tanaka purely for like a and, and, stand, and leadership standpoint. Well, so he has the Harvey tenacity, they and say, like, even though he can't yeah, really speak yeah. it. No, my one, he gets two, up for big games. My one, two, three is probably Tanaka, Pineda, Yavaldi. And you guys? Yeah. Yeah, Severino so, in game three is a lot to ask. It I is. think He's the big young. difference between the Yankees and every other team in the playoff run is they're the only one without a choice. Like, the Royals going to make it with Cueto, Toronto's yeah. going to make it with Price. You know, like, I... I uh, Keuchel is for sure an ace in terms of Houston. Oh, yeah. They're hey, all hey, hey, I'm Jewish. What was that word? <laughs> and uh, in terms of like the teams that will maybe probably like miss or just get close, like Texas has Hamels, but he's like one of those borderline aces. So is Garrett Richards in, in LA. Yeah, garbage. Like Richards. whatever but those here's guys. Here's the thing: the rest of those guys on our team, at least on the Yankees, are number twos. Yeah. We might have four number twos that are going to go in up there. Yeah, if, if you looked at the the depth of rotation, we're not getting killed. But it's very likely that we'll lose in a one-game series against Cueto or Price. Well, no. That's probably unlikely because there's more division. But you'll also probably see those guys game four where we're going to pitch yeah. a fourth guy. Yeah, like in a seven-game series, you assume that you'll see a Cueto or Price three times, and you'll have to win the games that they don't play or beat them. You know what I mean? Are you scared of Price, though? I mean, he can't pitch in Yankee Stadium. I know he did. He can't pitch against the Yankees. I'm scared of he's, he's still yeah. a, He's a still a top-ten arm in the major leagues. He oh, has to be respected, and he's did it this year you know some guys can't pitch against the Yankees that's true but I don't know if that really like I still feel like they have to like number. the top top level aces where it might just be like luck or bad days but Cueto's the one that really scares me uh, just to yeah. clarify the uh, the number two starter for everybody is uh, Pineda yeah mm-hmm. I guess you have to give it yes and the number three starter is well, unless Evaldi like goes Evaldi. on this crazy run where he like doesn't give up earned runs. That's in the next that's five what the run he's on right now. So yeah. What I'm hearing is Severino is not starting or at best or, starting game well, four. I don't Tanaka I don't start Tanaka game four. four. So yeah, it's not that Pineda's number two. It might be that he's the default number two. They yeah. might both have ERAs in the fours, and they're both going to play because there's no three game series. So like maybe Evaldi is the two and Pineda's the three because. And it hasn't been himself, and Evaldi's been like just at league average. But the have Yankees, seen... the Yankees know that unless they have to, like Severino's a great piece. He's a great piece of the future. But to ask him to do game two when you're a midseason call up, that's that's yeah. asking a lot from a 22 year old uh, who's never pitched in the majors for it... this year, and now has to pitch maybe on the road in a playoff game. Well, that's might... game three, game four, going to be on right. the road. So mm-hmm. like in that case, maybe he goes two, but. We'll address that when we get there. Yeah. Okay. All right, so real quick, uh, another would you rather for everybody. Oh, God. Would you rather have to have your butt have anal sex with a giant scorpion until your anus is ripped off or, or get a blowjob from a great white shark? Well, like, does he just bite off my dick immediately, or like? No, oh, he tries to pleasure you. <laughs> whether he's good at it, bad at it, I'm not exactly sure. Well, so like, is it possible? Is I can he fit trying to be teeth? gentle, or are we just talking all? No, teeth? no, he's trying to be gentle. I'm going with the shark. I'm 100 the shark. But a shark is trying to be gentle. He's not going to be that gentle. He doesn't have like that big a tongue compared to can the I, teeth. Can I do it in his blowhole? Can you do? No, no, no. You can't. Do sharks have blowholes? I don't know. Uh, I thought only whales and dolphins. Whether they do or don't, I'm going to smush my dick into its back. You <laughs> <laughs> hope? Uh, <laughs> dick to Gil. Um, All right, so, uh, yeah, Yankees, what do we got? We got Bird is the word. Is, is he the word? Is he uh, Bird? He's been the I word. Mean, he's not the word. He's sitting today. Teixeira's back. Yeah, because who are you going to sit? Because is back. That was very made. But I don't know. So, if you want to play in the outfield. Like we said, Bird is the word in 2017. And, exactly. And right yeah. now we're just enjoying the ride. Here we go. Uh, something uh, more near and dear to my health. Uh, my my health? No, that's Art not the right board. word. Sabathia on the DL. His health. Uh, we're all happy about season. that too. Yeah, great. Um, well, so he was pitching better, but he was saying he was pitching better because he was just saying fuck his 
soft landing and he was just going at it and he, he wasn't going to be able to continue did, the did, season with that anyway. Did he make some inklings toward uh, acknowledging that maybe he'd come back out of the bullpen? He did. No. Well, so yeah, I know. He, did. he said he will do whatever it takes to help the team. Well, no, but I'm thinking if he can't, if he can only pitch and pay in the rest of his career, does he just retire? Does he, he tough it out for that no, money? No, he sits on the fucking DL and collects his paycheck. Yeah, he's still owed like $42 million. No, so you, don't, you don't let that He's, he's not know. retiring anytime soon. No, but if he's in physical pain like he said he was, do you just... You just I mean, you, yeah, you yeah. try and rehab through it so you can collect the checks. Guys, the, the reality is this: like Cece's not the pitcher he was, well, but he's still not even close. But he's still a Yankee, and like he's very liked in that clubhouse. He's looked yes. at as a leader. So the loss hurts in on that aspect. Does it hurt on the statistics aspect? Marginally, because no, you know. Not. But whoever they throw in there is probably gonna be just slightly better or at or well, the same. It's, but, uh, it's, it's, but it's Brian, more, Brian Mitchell. But you don't know what's going on in that clubhouse. These guys might be like, "Oh, CC's on the mountain. Let's get him a win." You well, know, and maybe they're trying like. And then CC pitches, and yeah, they don't get a win. But shit. like you still, we've discussed this many times. Baseball is all about like a family and a community, and like wanting to be together. CC is very much a part of that family. Jeff, have we discussed this many times? Where is this coming from? Did we discuss many times that baseball is like a family? I haven't. Baseball is like the incest family from the, uh, what's that joke? The the aristocrats. That's what baseball is like. Yeah. So, so, uh, real quick. So, okay. So, who's, who's replacing Sabathia? Is it, is, Brian mentioned we're, we're going to six man rotation. So what, is, Pineda's coming back. Still not in the rotation. Pineda's coming back this Wednesday. No, what's his name in the bullpen? He's not in the rotation. Adam Warren. Warren? No. no. Why not? I know. I agree. It should be Warren. But like oh, this Brian is coming Cashman's... from a complete outfielder. Like why not outsider? Why they not? They want Adam Warren to play the Ramiro Mendoza role. He's a weapon. They're just in the because like they love the fact that is he your? They, they no. He's your he's your five six. Who's this, he's who's your five seven? six meet like him and Chase and Streve kind of share yeah, the seven. He's your Wilson, fire, Wilson, man. Like, who's, seven. who's the who's the bridge to the big two? Wilson, Shreve, and Warren. And Warren. You know, I feel like Warren gets, comes in Is he more. The guy of, from the Braves? Justin no, that's Shreve. Justin Wilson came over from the Pirates for okay. Francisco Cervelli. Yeah, great trade. Okay. Yeah, well, Cervelli's having a good year over there. He is. He's having a rapper's having. I mean, you guys year. don't need him, but he's, he's he's having a pretty good year. The Yankees yeah. like 11 are the Yankees are just kind of just using scotch tape to get to the finish line, and mm-hmm. then they'll. Well, no, Shreve Wilson's good. They're good. They have ERA's under two and a half. I mean, right, but again, this conversation's about CC. So like, whoever they put in six man rotation, it's all just about like let's get to the finish line. Whether it's a hopefully a division crown or a uh, or wild like or a wild card, the it like let's just get there. Let's preserve Tanaka and go six man. Let's get Pineda there. Let's get Severino there. Like under the innings limit, and then like let's unleash him and hope for the best. That's why it's six man. That's why it's Scotch tape and AAA guy and this guy, and we just have to live with it. A lot of busting. But they've been doing good. Who's I mean, Scotch tape? I haven't heard of that guy. <laughs> so we'll have a few more uh, topics. We'll, we'll we'll have uh, Chris do a little thing, and then we'll have the weekly Johan uh, topic. So, oh, yeah, so Chris, I, I, baseball roundup? I, I heard something of that uh, Kurt Schilling is a bloody cum waffle. Yeah, oh. Kurt Schilling is indeed a bloody cum waffle. I mean, I think any any longtime listener You guys heard knows. this? You yes. guys seen this tweet? Yeah. Johan? You saw the tweet? I mean, so factually... It, uh, that's the thing, like, how wrong is he? Hold on. It holds give, up. Let's mean, give a little background. Chris, so you have the, uh, the tweet itself? Yeah. I don't have it the tweet itself. It says 7% up. of Germans were Nazis. 5 to 10% of Muslims are extremists. How did that... Just 5%. Well, five yeah. to ten, he's, but whatever. I mean, what he's I mean, saying I mean, is that all all Muslims are terrorists, just like all Germans are Nazis, which fact. well might be true. Well, no, he um, wasn't saying that. That that's exactly what he wasn't saying. He was saying only seven percent of people in 1940 no, 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 no. the rest of the tweet was how that work out for right everyone. as Nazis. How did it work out for them? Now only the same amount are of Muslims are representing themselves. So he's saying as we still need to go over there. But he's not. He all. wasn't saying that. Like he was saying it. He was, th- he was seeing it, th- saying it through his own social media. But like that tweet, it had a picture on it. It, okay, it had yeah, a graphic. Yeah, yeah. It was not created by him, and the research was not done by him. Like no. he has it. This isn't his hobby. He well, found this extremely riveting, and maybe he's really into that aspect of our world. Uh, should have been broadcast, probably not. But like he's the their idea is that we're jumping on Schilling not for what he said, but like for what he forwarded on. Well, no, I am in it. And Johan's a racist. <laughs> yeah, you're a racist. Um, no, here's the thing, Kurt Schilling. Does this? His hobby is to retweet racist and offensive things. Uh, he, he retweeted things supporting the Confederate flag. Um, the man is a violent conservative. Um, 
Not that there's a problem. I got no problem with conservative uh, Republicans. I didn't know any of this. I take back what I said. Yeah. Schillen's <laughs> a racist. Schillen's um, a piece of shit. Erk. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he is human excrement that is not worthy of coming out of my own asshole. So if he wasn't Fucking. working for Walt Disney Company, does he get taken off the air? Well, he Probably has not. already been removed from broadcasting yeah. on the Little League well, World Series. Disney owns it. I'm saying if he works for Fox, I don't think he's getting taken off the what air. What really bothers me, though, is so the hypocrisy. News, no. If he works for Fox Baseball, maybe. I don't think so. Unless baseball pressures Fox to take him off. But other than that, I don't see Fox... Now, you guys do know, last time Kurt Schilling said something, he said something uh, anti-gay marriage, and um, Ken Rosenthal said something back to him. Ken Rosenthal got suspended. Um, Kurt Schilling has gotten, he has called people's employers to get people fired yeah, for things they yeah. tweeted Would him. you remember when we raped his daughter? I mean... Yeah, cause, because <laughs> Kurt Schilling is just, he is dog garbage. I the think garbage he, a dog would eat. I think you and I are reading different news because the only thing that I knew about Kurt Schilling after his pitching career was that he started, I think, a failed video game. Yeah, company and you know there. what? That and apparently there's a wormhole of racism on a different website <laughs> that's for, like Kurt I, Schilling's game company also ate up other game companies, borrowed seventy-five million dollars from the state of Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Oh, never getting back. started on video games. Um, so, yeah, Kurt Schilling's been riding, and he thinks he's God in the game because he raided with the Fires of Heaven for a little while, uh, which Calgan and Tiggle all came out of. I don't know those really words. Know, World of Warcraft came out of the same guild he raided with. You lost me at hello. Um, <laughs> but he's been riding that for a long time. He's shit. Have you seen the trailer he's garbage. for the, new, the World of he Warcraft should, movie? Of course I've seen the fucking trailer. Come on now. <laughs> he's come three times in the trailer. What Just are you talking three? about? I, I've made a mess of a lot of fucking right. walls. He has a very short recharge period. Yeah. Johan, any... Um, well, how, about, how about a quick uh, round baseball wrap-up? What's that? Last, okay. last <laughs> week, uh, Friars had a no-hitter. Yeah, uh, okay, so did he cheat? He had a little Pineda-style sty- yeah. tar on him. Oh, I didn't hear that. that. Uh, do you know, like, fun fact, do you know the three things that Mike Fires is known for? What? No. And, like, on his resume? Strikeouts? So, so, one is the no-hitter, which is now a little disputable, but whatever. It's it'll, not disputable. It'll, pa- it'll pass. No big deal. Like, they all cheat. Um, the second is that, apparently, he started a huge brawl last year on the field right, for the Brewers. Oh. And, and, the, and the third thing is he is responsible for breaking John Carlos Stanton's jaw. Really? I didn't so, know he was the so those are his... That's his big... That. Quite a career for fears. Wow. That, that's his big three. Started a brawl... Uh, hit, took out an all-star for six months, threw a no-hitter. Does Stanton start next year on the Marlins? Yes. Yes. Start? Is he on the team when the season starts? Yeah, he signed a... St- no, like, I know, but they could You're telling me the Yankees wouldn't take that contract right yeah, now. They can't easily yeah, trade they, they, they wouldn't trade it. Like, the Marlins are not a dead franchise. Does he finish the season on the Marlins, no matter what happens next year? Yeah, I think he's got yeah, a few he, more seasons. He's yeah. like 23, Jeff. He'll force his way out of there at some point. Yeah, I think. like or they'll get good. One so of the he, ah, he will not on finish the contract on the Marlins, which is the point Jeff was. Yeah, saying. we're in like one year one of eight. The well, Marlins have the worst no, record. One of thirteen, game. actually. Oh, what? Right. Yeah. yeah. So in year two of thirteen, he'll be a Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they got to make room. We're gonna have Trout and Harper in a few years. Okay. Yeah, and Harvey. <laughs> don't forget Harvey. Uh, and I don't want Harvey. I want Degrom. I'll wait for him. I'll Jeff, anything else you want to take us around the league with? Yeah, um, what's your around the league wrap up? I mean, it's been Jeff somewhat slow. Jeff goes around the league. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, nice. <laughs> there hasn't been a lot of news. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Josh, Josh Donaldson killing it. Probably the AL MVP. So yes, he has okay. taken over the AL MVP. So, over Mike Trout. Mike Trout's been in a big slump. Definitely. It's the around uh, the baseball six months podcast. <laughs> um, Cy Young. Yeah. Cy Young. All right. <laughs> he was a pitcher a long time ago. I don't think he so, pitches anymore, around the week, around the league, and this week in baseball, Mike Fierce threw a no-hitter. Uh, Josh Johnson is good, and Cy Young lived. <laughs> <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to take us to our last and final segment. It's a quick little over-under. I looked at some stats. I come up with some ideas. I got, yeah, I got you did some, research. I don't, keep I don't rubbing mean, it I don't in. Don't why interrupt don't you? you? But I forgot to bring this up. Uh, today, James Shields is going for his 10th win. Oh Thank yeah, you. you guys had a little James Shields potential bet. So I don't even remember who took the over, who took the under. To be honest, uh, you took the over, I think. No, chose not to take the over. Well, yeah, but I, I was. You were offered the over. The over. <laughs> you were offered the over and did not take it. Um, he's currently losing. Moving on. The so I'm going to throw you guys some over unders, and you will quickly just give me your number and give me a sense. Does or anybody two? else love that when Johan says the word over under, he follows it up with the Victor Cruz salsa dance? <laughs> All right, so with that, i got to start with the Mets question. 
Uh, Curtis Granderson, over under 29.5 homers. If he hits 30, it'll be his first since 012 with the Yanks. He had 40 when he had 41. He's three times over 30. This would be four 36-ish games left. What number is he at? This is a Mets question. He should know. Does he hit 30 in the last 38 games? It comes to about uh, a home 1.2 homers a week. How many homers does he have right now? He's got 23. Again, Mets no, question. Under. So yes, over. I think I think the Mets are taken off offensively. I don't really expect it to slow down. We've been better at home than on the road, and yet this this uh, road trip we were absolutely fucking killing it on the road. Do you know that the Mets had never been a part of a fourteen to nine game in the history of the franchise, and then we played two in a row? Not even on the receiving. How, end. how, how weird is that? Arbitrary stat I probably ever. Heard <laughs> well, it is, but it, but it's a long about way going to say that I do think he'll probably hit about thirty two. I could see him hitting another nine ish home runs. You're crazy. All right, Yanks over under .5 Yankee batters batting three hundred this season. Under. Under. You have two in the high 270s in Ellsbury Under. and Gardner, and that's not enough time to get it up. Even if there oh, was, oh, I don't oh. see it. What was that question? Over under one Yankee batting 300. Oh, over 300. Over th- no, okay. at 300. Right, right, right. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ellsbury. So that's a little and surprising. Ellsbury and Gardner are both in the high 270s. How long is so yeah, they, the they ain't getting up to 300. 300. They would have to hit like 350 the rest. I of almost time. put it at 280. Averages are down throughout baseball, though. They also. are. Yes, so, the, the, um, the average uh, batting average, I believe, is like 250-ish. Yeah. All right, Luke. Mets, over under four and a half starts for Steven Matz, rest of the way, non-playoff. Uh, so for uh, Over. I, I What I think they'll do is I think they'll put Cindergarden to the bullpen. I think his stuff works really good in the bullpen. And I think Matz will be the guy back in the rotation because he doesn't have the uh, innings limit concerns that both Cindergard, Harvey, and DeGrom have. So I definitely think if Hartz is, if uh, Matz is ready, which they're saying he will be by September 1, he will pitch the rest of the regular season every five-ish days. In- interesting. I, this You took it a different way than I did. I, I was thinking health. You took it in, in a, in a play, like spot in the rotation. Um, yeah, no, that, yeah means you're start, that means you're starting from the last five weeks of the season. That, I mean, yeah. over it is. All right, guys, this probably goes to Chris because Chris is, loves this guy. Okay. Over under a 3.99 ERA for Avaldi at the end of the year. What do we have now? Yeah, like four, four and a half. Four even. Under. Oh. So under. Yeah, because, I mean, the way he's been pitching the last six, eight weeks, mm-hmm. he's been pitching under, right? Yeah. So hey, all, You know what, guys, though, at this point in the season, all it takes is – a well, three right. three inning, eight seven earned run, and then you'll never. Oh, we win. obviously know we have all these prone to those type of right, innings. Exactly. We had a couple. Yep. Um, miscellaneous question. Okay. Jeff Morehouse over under twenty nine point five alcoholic beverages between Thursday and Sunday night. Oh, Hold on, what's the number? Twenty nine and a half. Twenty nine point five. I'm going to the boardy bar on Sunday. So it's Thursday so, yeah. to Sunday. So what's that average? It averages ten, ten a day. Ten, ten a night. Oh, ten a day. I mean, I think we all know the answer to that, right? I mean, yeah. That's the over. <laughs> What if I put I mean, it at 59 and a half? So, I mean, I can go to the boardy bar on Sunday. So, I basically, I mean, you just challenged him, and now he's going to come home with no. alcohol poisoning on Monday. <laughs> We're not coming home My at all. Bad. I drink a lot of work. I'm not sure that's something you should <laughs> brag about. All right. Uh, over, under, what are we on? Mets? Uh, 7.5 homers for David Wright. He's at two. That would be eight. It'd two? Be, two homers. He hit two already? No. Oh, yeah. for the season. For the season. Over oh, okay, under 7.5 okay. homers at the end of the year. It would basically equate to a homer a week the rest of the way. I'll say under five. Yeah, okay, the line is 7.5. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to take I don't, five. I don't, I don't want to jinx. I don't want to go over. I think it's a little high. I think that he'll hit a few more. I think that it'll maybe will be slightly under six or seven. I'm going to take the equals. He hits exactly seven and a half home runs. <laughs> Chris? He hits a double. His, his, he hits a home run, but he stops a second. His yep. spine just breaks in half. Uh, over under a Yankee starting pitcher with a 2.99 ERA. That includes Severino, but nobody, no Brian Mitchell types. So you could have Pineda, uh, yes. Pineda Tanaka, or Severino. Pineda's Severino. probably too high for, for uh, no, starter. Oh, so okay. basically, do you think Tanaka or Severino will be under three? Tanaka, I think, is like 3.4 right now. So no. Se- Severino, Over. yes, just because he's not going to go around the league twice before the end of the season. So they won't have a chance to see him twice, most teams. But Severino's currently 2.7. One bad outing can fuck him. Yeah. We'll see. It's, yeah. a, it's a really Severino. One not question. even great outing can fuck yeah, him. It's really, will Severino have under three ERA? All right, let's uh, miscellaneous. Take us around the league, Johan. Okay, will the Cardinals win 99.5 games this year? Over. Under. Uh, I'm going to go under. I think the Pirates are going to come back and win that division. I think the Pirates are the best team in baseball. I don't think it's a 100-win winner. I think they're going to do it. What are are the Cardinals at now? Do you know? Let me look it up. Uh, Moving on. I think they're at 79 wins. 
Over under 199.5 innings for Jacob DeGrom, Luke. Way under. So he's at he's under. He's at like 145 now, right? I think 150. Wait, he's at we, 147. Are we right. including postseason? We're at, well, he's at 147, and we're including postseason so because over. he over. wouldn't be able to go. Yeah, he'd be able to finish the season at like the 180 range. Okay. Yeah, I think maybe 185. Mm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say over, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna admit under. that it's optimistic. Uh, right, right now, by the way, the Cardinals ain't getting there. Right now, the Cardinals are seventy-nine and forty-five. They ain't winning twenty games out of the last. Year. I guess they could win 20, 20, 20, 20, 21 games. Twenty-one. 21 21 they're gonna go twenty-one and nine. I'll go no. They don't have thirty games. They have like thirty-eight games. So they would have to go twenty-one and what? Like yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, twenty-one and eighteen. They could do it. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> put, it put it that way. If they, if they don't, they're gonna lose that division. All right, guys. Uh, this is definitely the split. But it's going to be fun to listen to you two argue. Over/under games for Aaron Judge this season: point five. Under. So I'm going to go over. I'm going to be optimistic. It's not going to. You have to make a 40-man move. They're not going to do it. Oh my God! God forbid, Chris Capuano is not on our postseason roster. Chris like, Capuano is going to get dumped for someone else. Who? I don't know. Uh, a Goody, a Rumbelo, um, a R- Sanchez. No, Sanchez doesn't have to make a 40-man. Rumbelo's already on it. Exactly. Someone has to come off. That's what I'm saying. But like, so Chris Capuano. Not happening. Listen, there's no way Chris Cabana is pitching past September or October 4th is the last game of the season. I just don't see Judge coming up to take a spot. I need to I more for service time also. They have no yeah. place to play him. Bird's, been, Bird's been so good, he's your bat off the bench. Go All right, for- dual question, guys, since the Mets and Yankees have the same record, which Jeff didn't know before tonight. Oh, so they don't technically, but soon. Yeah, the Yanks are down 9 nothing. Oh, is, is it really? Uh, over under 92.5 games won for both teams. Met fan, you could start. 92.5? I mean, I'll probably go under just a little. I think they're going to win 90. Whether they win 93, I don't think. I, I think 90 is going to win us a division, and I'm going to sign for that and not be greedy. Yep. So that would make, mean they'd have to go 23-14-ish and 14-ish to get to 93. Yeah, that's a little high. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's out of the question. But gun to my head, I'll go under. Yankee fans, over under 1.5 rep. Sorry, Met fans. Met fan, over under 1.5 rounds, one in the playoffs this year, assuming the division title. So they have to win two rounds. Oh, no, they have to win one round to make it to the second round, obviously. So they would be, they could lose the second round, but they have to win the first round. And that's how the playoffs work. Um, it, they have to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I wasn't sure if it was half the, the room gets yeah. the game. Um, <laughs> so, I mean. They're not being the Cardinals, I don't like, think. Two rounds in the World Series, Jeff. You know, I'm probably gonna go under at the moment, I, I, just because I don't feel like being greedy. I don't think like I want to jinx us quite yet. I'm gonna be pretty satisfied if we make it to the CS. Uh, I wasn't expecting it going into the year, so I'm gonna keep my greed at a minimum and go under. What if I asked you point five rounds? I'll okay. go over. I think we can win one. I think I think in a short series, in a five game series especially, I'll take our starting pitching over anybody. Yankee fans, point five division titles won this year. Over under. Over. Over. I take the under. I think the Toronto team is really good and tough. Got to be positive. I, I want to be, but I, there's something about that team, man. When you yeah. can bludgeon teams and you don't need your starting pitcher pitcher to be good but average it's to so, win. It's so nice to have a Yankee fan who isn't blindly optimistic about every single thing. So Toronto hasn't made the postseason since 1993. So they're never allowed to make the postseason again, nope, apparently. That's it. The door's closed. Okay. That's um, the law. We're going to more of a holistic look here, a little bigger picture stuff. Um, I got two for you, Luke. So we'll just start with the Yanks fans and knock them out with the one, which is kind of foreshadowed earlier today. Over under a current Yankee getting either his number retired or a monument park. Non-Severino question because it's not fair to put that pressure on him. So will no a, will a will a current Yankee get his number retired or 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 be in Monument Park? Yes. Who? Dylan Batances or Brett Gardner? Mm. Brett Gardner? I, can, I, I don't. I, you know Brett Gardner's already 32. I know. He if, Gar- he if Gardner ends his season or ends his career with the Yankees and wins 
maybe one more World Series. No, he needs to win more. Every every offseason, Gardner's rumored to be traded to Cincinnati. Well, we I don't think he's, uh, I can't see him finishing his career. As he no, no, I signed him to a five-year so contract think, this year. I don't think so it'll happen. Got four more years I think Batanzas is the more likely one. Wait, wait. So you say Gardner's locked in for four years, but John Carlos Stanton isn't locked in for twelve? No, he is. But I mean, <laughs> so we're gonna trade Gardner for Stanton plus like A Rod's last year of his contract or something. There you go. Jeff, do you think anybody? Eating on the table. Oh, that's No, I don't particularly. I mean, I, I guess Batanzas has an outside outside chance, but uh, you know, are we really gonna retire, have four closers retired? All right, Luke. I, I got I got two good ones for you, and then we're gonna get some some silly stuff. I didn't say John Ryan Murphy. <laughs> uh, over under two point five no hitters thrown in their career for the big three. Under. Oh, in their complete career, not just Mets career. Co- Met, no, it has to be oh, Mets my career. God. No, well, so if it's complete career, not just Mets career, it's over plus double. Yeah. You think that we have six no hitters or perfect games between those three? Yes, yes. How many I do in their entire career. Yet, I think the they're Mets. each good for multiple. I really do. And I'm not really talking perfect games. We're talking no hitters. I, th- I think you'll see a few no hitters from each. It, 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 listen, those those are a little bit luck driven. There's a lot of aces that have never had it. Not I'm going to say you get one from the whole group. That's silly. Now right. I'll give you maybe in the in their Mets career maybe because oh, no, we've had none, really bad none, luck. None. But but if you're yeah. saying if you're saying total like how many fucking Mets pitchers have gone on and pitched so, fucking no hitters for the Astros? I think, it's, I think it's twelve. Yeah, actually. it's a bunch, and that's not even no hitters. That's like perfect games. Yeah. Maybe it's no hitters. I don't know. But Philip Humber. All right, Luke. Last one, and then we're we'll get some silly stuff. Here we go. Point five titles won in the next five years, over or under? What? Oh, World Series titles. World Series. Oh titles. oh, I'll go over. We're, we're winning one. We're winning one the next we're, we are. In the 100%. prime of those of, of what, of what yep. you have. Yep. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Gotta have hope. Over under four and a half times the podcast where the line was crossed tonight. Mm. Uh, I think under, way under. I think this we're is, at three. Yeah, I mean, I think good. basically like you can count the amount of would you rather's I asked, and that's two. essentially maybe the shil- maybe the shilling thing, but that, uh, that wasn't really there's us no crossing. Line with that, yeah, that wasn't that was us crossing the line. He, well, he mean, is. A goat fucker. So for for this show, it's under. For like, if this was, you know, wait, wait, don't tell me on NPR, then the number is probably like thirteen because you can't say space or black show. and like, wait, things wait, like that. Right. You should listen to wait, Luke wait. and Chris over under two hundred and fifty DVDs in Jeff's DVD collection. Over. Oh come on, over. You, you can add another zero to that, yeah, and it's yeah, still going to yeah, be over. Yeah. Do you realize that DVDs are the most pri- <laughs> worthless item on the market today? When the internet, and you have 25. When, when the internet, when the internet crashes, people still buy Beanie Babies. Yeah, when the internet crashes, Leprechaun Three will be the hottest Jeff movie has, on the <laughs> market. Jeff has the sickest A-track collection known to man. Sickest. Over under cats owned by Chris before he gets evicted by his landlord. Four point five. Under. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we own. We can't be evicted that easily. And over under 5.5 cats before Chris gets evicted from from his place by his wife. <laughs> um, over under times Jeff is woken up before 11 this summer. 2.5. Under. Oof. So well, I have on. to be at work yeah. right at 11. So I usually I set my alarm for like 10:57. I don't know. If that's <laughs> I have to be at work by 11, so I set my alarm for 10:57. Yeah. So I'm like next 10, question. 10 to 15 minutes late. <laughs> over under Fast and the Furious sequels before the franchise. Three. Runs over. out of gas. Over. Three. See Everything what I did there? over. Oh, you don't even know what the number is. It doesn't matter. It's over. Over under one million how proud Johan was with that Fast and Furious running out of gas pun. <laughs> <laughs> the number was 13. They're at seven, over. They're at seven right now. Seven. And Paul Walker is going to be in well, all of them. Hold on, so they're just they're doing a brand new trilogy, so that's at least ten. They're doing a new trilogy? Yeah. They, no, Paul Walker is literally in them still. They, they're digitally yeah, whatevering him. He filmed most of them. He has a brother, too. Oh, okay. Let, so I guess everyone says, yes, basically we're doubling up and our kids are going to watch Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Uh, I, ho- I hope not. Okay, it is what it is. I guess we all love... What do I we love? I've, actually, I've never seen I've one. never seen it besides the first one. I've, I've, seen, seen, I've seen the first one. That's it. I've seen all seven. <laughs> all right. Over under a $20 movie ticket by 2020. Over. I mean, under. I say it's because... Uh, over because it's all gonna be three fucking no it's gonna be four D. Oh and so IMAX is already eighteen in the city. So it's it's two dollars more. I mean probably by the end of the I think year. let's talk like regular like what's a regular ticket? Like fifteen, 15 bucks now? 14, yeah. So within the no, next but I feel time. like they're going down. I feel like more and more people are are not going to the movies. Movie theaters are having to resort to like live performances well, because, to get crowds because in. Because for fucking eight dollars a month you can exactly. watch every so movie. So I think ever. I think I think that wave is crested and is now going back. I disagree. How about, how about movie theaters open 
in 2020. And they're only closing. Right they're already closing. Yeah. yeah exactly. All right. So final one. Final one. Here we go. And it's kind of fitting because Jeff walked into the studio without shoes. Over <laughs> under times that Jeff has been refused service or toilet because he lacks <laughs> either shoes and or a shirt. And I will let you guys set the number. The service dog throws him off though. Yeah, so I don't think ever to be honest. Did you go in there anyway? Well, yeah. I mean, no one says no to Jeff Morehouse if, if well, you're peeing also, or you're peeing. He also doesn't go to the fine establishments that may well, or may not. Well, you're right. He could he, he could be like, I have to poop. I could go to the bar here, or I know I could go to like the well, funeral so, home here, or I could just shit on the side of this train well, track. So, <laughs> so what, I, what I normally do if it's a nice restaurant, I pretend I'm meeting somebody at the bar, <laughs> and then I just go to the bathroom there. And right? this is life hacks <laughs> with Jeff Morehouse. <laughs> All right, I think that'll do it. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Apple Baseball. Or on Twitter at Big A Baseball. No, or email us where, guys? Mm, I don't know. Podcast at Big Apple Baseball? Mm-mm. Close. No, no. Oh, Podcast at Project Neo next. No, no that's not it either. Podcast at, what's our website, guys? BigABaseball.com. There we go. And what do I do with those emails? You jerk off to them. Thank you. All right. All, All right. right. Keep sending us those new picks, though. For Johan, Jeff, and Chris, I'm Luke. We're Big Apple Baseball, reminding you that there's no shame in having AIDS, especially when you don't tell your partners. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Don't worry about me, I'm gonna make it all right. Got my enemies caught, nailed in my sight. I think I'll be a situation, gonna make it right. In the shadow of the darkness, I stand in the light. See, it's our style to keep it true. I had a bad year. I'm going to have been knocked out, beat down, black and blue. She's not the one coming back for you. She's not the one coming back for you. If I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up again. If I fall back down, you're gonna be my friend. If I fall back down, you're gonna help me back up again. If I fall back down.